You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change the world. Hi everyone, this is your Superpower Kid, and today I'm so excited for today's interview. We are talking about the power of magic, and I think that's a great title because There's some really amazing magic tricks out there, and we all have the power of magic inside of us. And our guest today, his name is Robert Ray, and he knows exactly what that's like. He we met at Alliances, and he has been doing magic for over 25 years, and he has loved it ever since he was five years old. So, without further ado, will you help me welcome our guest, Robert Ray? Hi, Robert. Hello. How are you? First, I have to clear my mind really quick. I have a pen. That's That's impressive. (laughs) So I can already tell that you have a lot of superpowers, but can you tell our guests at least one of them? Sure. One of the things that I claim as a superpower is that I can manipulate perceptions, um, people's perceptions, which in turn manipulates reality because we all know perception is reality. So if you can manipulate perception in a way, you can manipulate reality. That's really cool. That's a cool superpower to have. So yeah, and I and I, I would say I also study different forms of energy and how they can be used to manipulate reality. So that's part of how you really develop superpowers is understanding the different forms of energy and how they can be used and harnessed to affect change in reality. Yeah, I agree. Um, we're very woo woo in this family, so we talk a lot about energies and how that can really tie into superpowers. That's great. Yeah, it's important. Everything is energy. So because everything is energy, everything is possible. Exactly. So what inspired you to do magic? Well, I've always been interested in anything mystical, magical, paranormal, supernatural. But when I was five years old, my mom and dad hired a magician to come to my birthday party. And uh, he showed up and he was actually drunk. And he was messing up on all of his magic. And uh, he actually almost cut a little girl's arm off for real. And uh, he uh, messed up on one of his tricks and it didn't go so well. And that was the end of his show. But uh, it was very traumatic for the little girl, but it kind of left some kind of a mark on me, I guess. And uh, here I am doing magic. That's cool. And I've seen quite a few really cool magic tricks, but... Can imagine being drunk while doing it is a good idea. <laughs> so, do you, what other magicians do you look up to? Well, I um, <clears throat> one of my teachers was named Jeff McBride. He's a fantastic magician, considered one of the best magic teachers in the world. Um, I uh, really looked up to Eugene Berger, who passed away this year. I was very sad. I really. Uh, admired Eugene Berger, and um, I'm a huge fan of a guy named Darren Brown from the UK. If you haven't seen that guy, you're into superpowers, you should look up that guy, Darren Brown. He's awesome. Uh, You should start with, 
Darren Brown makes the sun disappear. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. He makes, what I like about it is he makes the sun disappear for one person. And he shows how he does it and everything else. It's really, really cool. You should check it out. You'll like it. I definitely will. That's awesome. So what advice would you give to kids if they want to become a magician? Well, first off, you start off with what you can do for free. So you go on to YouTube and there are tons of tutorials and things like that on YouTube you can start with. Um, Lots of online free magic tutorials. There's, of course, the public library. Now, we mustn't forget about the public library because public libraries usually have tons of magic books. And uh, you can go there and rent them for free. And um, they have different ones. When I was a kid, I used to go to magic libraries and I didn't want anyone else to have the magic secrets. So I would go into each library and I would take all the magic books and I would put them in different sections of the library so no one would be able to find them later. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, a big part so, of magic is keeping secrets, you know? Yep. I'm not very good at lying, so I don't know if that would be my best superpower. <laughs> Well, you know, I really liked the, uh, have you ever, have you ever heard of a movie called V for Vendetta? I have. Well, if you haven't seen it, it's a really good movie. Um, you might be too young for it yet, but in that movie, she talks, uh, Evie Hammond talks about there's two types of deception. See, all artists use deception to create art. Mm-hmm. And politicians, use deception so she says my father used to say artists use lies to tell the truth while politicians use lies to cover the truth up so in a sense all artists use lies to tell a a truth and to entertain and inspire and so there's several types of deception like when you're looking at a painting of someone It's not a picture of someone, even if it looks like a picture of them. So in that sense, it's a deception because it looks like a picture, but it's just a painting. So all art kind of has some form of deception in it. That's really cool. So what is your favorite part about being a magician? Doing magic for people like yourself and seeing their faces light up and seeing them feel really happy or or inspired and moving people to tears with magic, that really makes me feel good. Uh, I've actually had uh, a mom who came up to me and told me that I brought her daughter on stage several years ago and her daughter didn't really speak too much. And after I brought her up on stage, she felt very confident in her ability to speak. So uh, it was kind of a magical thing for me. Things like that, that's kind of why I do it. That's really cool. I can kind of agree because I talk on stages. And so having that impact on somebody's life and knowing that you're bringing joy to them is really cool. Indeed. Yeah. So I like your wing, by the way. Thank you. I'm all about being fun and creative over here. 
So I know you can't buy those. You have to develop them. <laughs> yep. I have a ton of wings, so I enjoy them. Good. So what would you say to someone if they were in business or in magic and maybe they had like a time where they felt like it was kind of going down and they felt like they wanted to give up? What would you say to them to help them keep going? Well, I guess I would have to speak to myself here too, uh, because I've hit that point many times myself, you know, where, where you feel like, oh, well, I'm not good enough, or maybe I should be better or further along than I am. But, you know, I think we all are where we are for a reason, in, for our own development and our own highest purposes. And I feel like, we try and rush ourselves past where we are. Like, for example, we spend our whole lives as children wishing we were adults, and we spend our whole lives as adults wishing we were children. Mm -hmm. So it's about just enjoying being where you are and what you are and how you are right now. And uh, being content with that and not trying to be like better than you are or trying to be more than what you are, <clears throat> because each one of us already is enough. It's just our egos and parts of our brain sometimes doesn't let us see that. <clears throat> so my advice to anyone who's struggling is to, to just be more of who you are and to take action. So oftentimes people get stuck in their heads and they forget just to take action and nothing else matters if you're not moving energy always is moving so if you're not moving you're not really going with the flow of energy so things are getting stuck and stagnant so if things are getting stuck and stagnant for you i would say to speed up and work more and do more actions do more things you know you should and do less things you know you shouldn't um, and, and really just try and be a little bit better today than you were yesterday. And I think that's really the secret right there is just each day try and be a little bit better than you were the day before. That's really cool. That's good advice. So we actually need to take a quick break, but I'd love to keep talking with you more about magic. Can you tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you? Yes, you can go to my website, robertraymagic.com, R-O-B-E-R-T-R-A-Y-M-A-G-I-C.com. Awesome. Definitely go check out his website because he is so cool. And we've been talking with Robert Ray about the power of magic. So we'll be right back after the break. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master 
master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Robert Ray about the power of magic. And we actually get to do funny FaceTime. So, oh, Robert, funny face. We get to funny make, FaceTime. Okay, let me get ready. We get to make our funniest faces. Hamlet's here to join us. And we're going to make them in three seconds. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. That was a good So, what were you like as a kid? I know you're interested in magic when you were five. What did you enjoy doing besides magic? Well, um, when I was a kid, I was always looking for anything that could uh, surprise people. So I was a bit of a prankster, and I was always pulling tricks and pranks and jokes on people, things like that. And um, let's see if I can do a magic spell here for you. I don't know how that looked, but that's cool. Anyway, um, so I was uh, a bit of an explorer. I'm from the Rocky Mountains in Colorado, so I was always skiing and hiking and biking and being outdoors. And uh, I like to fish, and I went bowling a lot, and all sorts of things like that. That's cool. Yeah, I enjoy, um, right now I enjoy being adventurous and stuff, so that's cool. So, what was your favorite part about magic when you were a kid? Did your ideas of it change, or did they say the same? Well, I guess my favorite part of magic as a kid was watching it and I guess I still just love to watch it I love to be amazed and fooled and not know how things are done because we place so much value in our society around knowing knowing how everything is done knowing how everything is working knowing how everything works and the magician is one of the only real professions that reminds us that it's okay not to know. In fact, yeah. that there's magic in not knowing. There's mystery in not knowing. There's fun and excitement and adventure in not knowing. So I think, do you know, I'll tell you something. Did you know that most kids don't like school? I'm homeschooled, so. <laughs> well, there you go. So you get to have fun. But you know most kids don't like school. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. But do you know what one of the most popular books of all time was? Yeah. It was a book about a school. Harry Potter. 
I just finished that series with my mom. Well, there you go. See, so it's a book about a school. <clears throat> and, every, and if you ask most kids, they would all want to go to that school. If you ask them if they had a chance to go to Hogwarts, they'd say, yes, I want to go. Yeah. And uh, why is that? So if they don't like school, but yet they would love to go to Hogwarts, why is that? Because Hogwarts is full of mystery and adventure, and magic and not knowing, excitement. And I mm -hmm. think that's what's missing from a lot of our education systems is that same level of, same, not Hogwarts level of adventure, but the same level of excitement and adventure and not knowing what you're going to do that day. I think so much times information is just crammed down people's throats and there's so much information just from going on a camping trip that you can learn, you know, that um, can't be taught from a classroom, I don't think. Yeah. So I, I think that's a big key in our education systems is bringing mystery and fun, excitement, and not knowing back into the classroom. I think that's really what's critical. Yeah, I agree. Um, part of the reason I stopped going to school is because there wasn't that adventure aspect, and also because I was away from my family. So I get to have that in being homeschooled because I get to go out to business conferences, and that is almost like going to Hogwarts for me. So. <laughs> That's really cool. I bet you get to meet some really cool people. I do. So we actually get to do something I call Super Neva Questions. And I'm going to ask you questions as fast as I can, and you're going to answer them as fast as you can. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Okay. What's your favorite color? Purple. What is your favorite animal? Monkey. If you could go to Hogwarts, would you? Yes. What house would you want to be in? Slytherin. Why would you want to be in Slytherin? Um, because everyone underestimates and kind of monsterizes them, but I think they're the they're uh, a very strong house and the people in there are very strong and, and uh, very magically inclined. So, um, plus they have a bit of an attitude. So that's kind of where I think I would fit right in. Nice. If you could be a fairy or an elf, which would you be? <clears throat> well, that's a good question. Elf. Why would you want to be an elf? Um, because I get to work with Santa Claus. Yeah. And I think Ooh. that would be really cool. I was going to choose fairy, but now I want to be an elf. So, got me on your side this time. <laughs> if you could have a pet dragon or unicorn, which would you choose? Dragon. What powers would your dragon have? I don't know, but I would, I would also be a dragon's pet. Even if I couldn't have a dragon as a pet, I would like be a dragon's pet if I could like be the pet of a dragon. I'd be like the perfect little human pet for a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, kind, what, what was your question? 
What was your question? No, I was saying I could see that. I would mm -hmm, agree. Mm -hmm. If you could have the power of flight or mind teleportation, which would you choose? Flight. Where I've would you always fly? Dreamed of Everywhere and anywhere, but I'd say the first place I'd fly would be guys often the amazing James Randi, who has a challenge for two million dollars that if anyone can demonstrate that they have paranormal or supernatural abilities, he'll give them two million dollars right there on the spot. Oh, wow. And he's a magician who doesn't think that paranormal or supernatural things exist. So if I could levitate and fly, that'd be the first place I'd go. That's cool. I am. Um, I would go there because I made an agreement with my parents that if I make a million dollars, I can buy a pig. And so they said I could have whatever choice of pet if I make a million dollars. So I would go there because then I could buy two pigs. <laughs> <laughs> pigs are awesome. They're they very are. smart. They are. I have a dog, so, and so they're like as smart as pigs. So I could have like two dogs running around pretty much. Dogs are cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you could have any pet in the world, what would it be? Any pet. An owl. Yeah. Is it because owl. of Hogwarts? <laughs> yeah, and I also just really like owls. I think they're uh, magical creatures, you know. I think uh, they're very mysterious. You rarely ever see them. They only really come out at night. So. I've only seen an owl once, and oh, it came on top of our roof, and that was the only time I saw an owl up close like that, and it wasn't very close, but it was cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah owls, are, owls are amazing creatures. I, I've spent a lot of time on YouTube watching videos of owls, and uh, yeah. I'd say if I couldn't have an owl, I'd... I'd uh, own one of the tiniest monkeys that I could possibly get. Whatever monkey could cause the tiniest amount of mayhem, just like one that you could hold in the palm of your hand. There couldn't be too much mayhem that a tiny little monkey like that could do. So I would own a tiny little monkey that would help me do like magic tricks. I could like pull him out of my pocket and he would like help find someone's card or something like that. Um, I actually, a monkey was my second choice of pet between a pig and a monkey i went with pig because they're easier to find oh but a tiny monkey because they're so cute was my second option yeah tiny monkey because you know even those capuchin monkeys you know which are pretty small still but they can like sit on your shoulder and stuff mm -hmm. they can rip your face off <laughs> yeah they can like straight up just like bite your nose right off of your face. I'm like, nope, I don't really need that to like think that my 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 pet could one day just 
be mad at me for whatever reason because I didn't give him a Reese's cup. And then he bites my nose off. No, no, no. So I would have a tiny monkey who couldn't bite my nose off. Smart thinking. Or you can get like a baby monkey, a baby tiny monkey, and then train it to not bite your nose off. And then it's perfectly good. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay, so you did really well on those. That was pretty quick. I was impressed. So we sadly have to wrap up. But thank you so much again. But can you remind our listeners where they can go to find out more about you? Yes, you can go to my website, robertraymagic.com. Awesome. And again, definitely go check out his website because he's awesome. So will you join me in the sign-off? Yes. Okay. So remember, kids, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. We can change the world. Thank you so much, Robert. Thank you, Neva. Have a beautiful, wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you, you too. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. Today.